0: What up, Sharks? Season two. We're back after our break. I know that last episode I was out in Greece. I'm working on my, got my currently got my Greece mug right here. Sipping on that dark roast in that French press. I hope everybody's ready for a great Monday. Yeah, we're coming through. We got season two is now going to be video as well. So you're going to be able to catch it on YouTube for all those ones that are listening to the audio on Spotify. We're working on getting it on um, Apple right now. So until then, Spotify, Anchor FM, and you catch the podcast, Coffee with Chachi. Welcome to Monday, everybody. About to make it a great Monday at that. So again, sipping on a very strong dark roast. I like to be able to taste the coffee. And then coming from back in Greece, I had double expresso, tri- triple espresso like four times a day. I'm really into the dark coffee. I actually had an Americano the other day, which is espresso with hot water. And it tastes like just hot water. So, you know, I think I'm on that point now where my coffee level is just going to keep getting better. So... Anyways, I've got a great season for you. I've been looking, been trying new stuff, been working on my ability to transfer my life experiences and what I've learned into stories and try to transfer that knowledge. So thank you all for continuing listening and welcome to season two. So big thing, two weeks ago, I'm uh, running, it's a Sunday, early morning run, probably like 7 a.m. Uh, I'm more of a late runner. Uh, I prefer to run like 10, but whatever. So I'm running, it's like two miles. I'm two miles into this run. And what I can think about at this moment is what I'm thinking of is literally like, um, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling my feet, they're, they're feeling sore. And in general, my whole rhythm, my whole rhythm's off. And I'm just trying to figure out like, all right, you said you wanted to do 10. How much are we gonna do today? And I'm just talking to myself about this, right? How much are you gonna do today, Chachi? Um, I have excuses right now that are big, like I don't feel well, right? My stomach is bothering me. It it started the night before and it's still kind of carried on. So I'm running on a stomach that's bothering me. Uh, just, it's cold out, man. My hands are freezing. And of course I leave my gloves in the car and man, I'm just, as I run, it's like two, I'm, I'm two miles in and all I can think about right now is, all right, if I, if I loop around, this mountain will be four miles in. I'll just take me a little break, maybe go back to the car, and I'm like, ah, let's make that decision when we get there. And I'm still running, and I'm just, I got every excuse in the book, right? I battle these excuses every time I run, and today's no different. I'm still sitting there, I'm going up, I'm coming around this cliff, and you know, I see a runner, I give him my little finger thumbs up. I, I rarely talk, I just kind of wave, good morning maybe. And I'm starting to come up with this little hill, and this little hill's around two and a half miles. And I'm like, well, I'm just gonna make the left. Making the left, I'm doing at least three more miles. So I'm doing my left, and the next thing you know, I just keep feeling like, I'm not feeling well. Don't feel well, don't feel well. Like I'm telling myself, go to the next stop. Once you get to the next point, make a decision there, right? And I think there's a lot of times, and I'm talking to myself, where we call it before we're ready to make the decision. You know, I'm at three miles, Chachi at four miles is a different person than Chachi at three miles. So Chachi, let him make that decision, I tell myself. So I get to mile four and I'm like, you know what? I know that there's a, a checkpoint at like mile five. I call it a checkpoint, but there's a trailhead, there's people there, there's a restroom. i like, I'll just make it there and then we'll get there. So I get to mile five and I'm just full of like this ants and just convoluted with tons of like excuses and obstacles. And you know, how are you gonna do? How are you gonna make it? Part of me, real quick. That's why it's coffee with you It and just keep going. My feet are starting to feel a little bit better. I'm starting to feel a little bit better. Stomach's still bothering me a scotch, but at this point, I'm starting to finally get a rhythm going. And I hit a point where it's turn now, do eight, or turn left and do 10. And I'm like, ah, gotta battle through, right? So I turn left, it's a little downhill, I'm running downhill now, so my speed's picking up, so I'm starting to feel a little bit better. And as I keep uh, going through, you know, say hi real quick to the lady that passed me, and I'm thinking to myself, okay, you know, downhill, you know, everybody, downhill so much easier, just in general. Um, it's not a big steep downhill, it's just a real coasty downhill, so you actually feel like you're super quick, kind of like a dumb and dumber. I feel like I was running at an incredible rate and I finally make it to Tatum I'm at Tatum. I'm like, all right, I drink my uh I bring this uh drink with me, and it has like electrolytes, and I always drink it like halfway or through, so I smash that, put my jacket back on and I turn around, it's like, okay, so as we know if you if you go down you go up, if something goes up, it goes back down, right. So I'm start turning around and I'm making my way back the other direction, and now it's like, well, that that little slide uphill now is like the Eiffel Tower, or that slide downhill is now like the Eiffel Tower uphill, right? So I'm getting there, but at the moment I'm starting to go, and finally I get to the top. I'm at the top now. I see this these people. I tell them hi, and I'm starting to run. I'm starting to get my pace back, and that's when I'm sitting there and I'm jogging, and it, just like there's so much meditation. When you do something repetitively, like walking, so good for you. Like if you just want to start, take walks. So good for you, right? Uh, Winston Churchill is known for taking walks every day at the same time. Every day, even during the war, he always took his walks. And that's when it kind of hits me, and I'm like, wow, there is the clarity. So one of the things I've been struggling with recently is is trying to figure out, like, what was the difference when I first got to my. First marathon okay. the first marathon I ever did I, I trained for and I was gonna do a four-hour marathon and people kept telling me that a four-hour marathon for your first time is kind of stiff like you might want to do like a four and a half or a five-hour marathon and I'm like well I want to do a four so I'm training for a four-hour marathon so I'm, every day I go out you know this is three years ago every day I go out and I'm out the trails, right? You know, the canals there, you got the water running, and you're just on the side. And I get my trails every Saturday mornings. I'm getting my 10, 15, 20 miles in, like clockwork every Saturday morning. And no matter what, I got out there. And now I'm out here back at Squaw Peak. You know, you got the Squaw Peak in the background, Paya Stilwell. You got some trails, some other people there. I'm back there, and I'm running. I see the curacao uh, bushes I like so much. They smell like rain and it hits me. There's my exponential difference, right? My difference then was no matter what, I ran with the understanding that I may or may not hit the four hour mark. They say it's 4.30, some say it's five, but I'm gonna go and I'm gonna hit my process every day of doing this work and see what is my number. My number ended up being 409. That was my number. Now I'm out training and I'm training and I'm just, I got excuses and I'm trying to uh, go with now this new validation. Everywhere I go, people are like, oh, Chachi, you're such a good runner. Chachi, you're running. Chachi, run, run. So now I have this weight on my shoulders of me running so much that people are expecting me to do this big stuff when before they were expecting me to fail. And now I go into these runs with these expectations and I'm running with the expectation that I'm not gonna meet an expectation. And so now what's happening is I have all the excuses because if I go out there and I have a bad day, my stomach hurts and I retire and I go back to the house and I say, oh, it's okay, today you had a bad stomach, then I don't have that weight anymore. So I was running with the expectation of finding a way out. I was running because I was afraid of failure. And that's one of our biggest hurdles in life. This expectation that failure is a bad thing. Why do we think failure is so bad? Like what's so bad about failure? If you go out there and you gave your 100% and it ended up being 75 Well, we know where we're at. We're at 75. There's a stoic quote that I want to say is by Epictetus. And it basically says, like, I feel sad for the man who's never met adversity because he never knows who he is. He never knows what he's capable of. And we have to go out there and we have to run and we have to go get this. Now, this came to me in that run because at one point, I'm just finally I'm running. And at seven miles, I stop. I'm looking at all the mountains, the creosotes, the nice trail. And I'm like... Dude, you've been running with others' expectations, and you're feeling like you're not going to meet them. So you have these excuses. Just run with your own expectations, which is to give hundred, and see what that is. See what that number is. So now, what do I do? Once I know what I'm good at, what I can excel at, and other time, and I know where my opportunities lie, what do I do? I take an after-action report, right? Season one, episode one, right? David Goggins. I take an after-action report and say my legs are weak. I need to get stronger. I'm carrying too much weight. I need to lose some weight. I need to get stronger. In my muscles and my nutrition slightly off. And boom, I put that into play, and then I go and murder it. And that's what I get, right? There was a race. It's called Big's Backyard. There's a gentleman on there. He took second place this year. So quick understanding what Big's Backyard is. There's this guy. He lives on a little hill in Tennessee basically his backyard and in his backyard people do a 4.167 mile loop they start at the same time eight. will just say eight o'clock and you run that loop and then you just have to report to the starting line at nine o'clock and once you hit it at nine o'clock you run the loop again and you just keep running that one loop until only one person reports to the starting line and finishes the loop by themselves well this time i think they went 250 miles ish which case you're wondering is 24 hours a day. You do one loop a day. You understand how many days they were running these loops for? Um, they were in like day three or something to get to 250. Well, this gentleman in his blog, and this is where the mindset started coming to me, and I started thinking about like what are they talking about? Like what is what is my issue? And I'm reading his blog about it, and he's talking about uh, he's on the hillside. And he's holding on to a tree and he's thinking, wow, if I quit now, I want second place, it's way beyond my expectations. And he's like, all I'd have to do is I could go up this hill, come around the bend, have a mile, two and a half miles left, and boom, I'm done with this loop. Or I can just take a little rest here and try to gather myself. If I take a rest though, can I complete the loop in time? And he's thinking to himself, he's going back. He's like, but right now he's like, Do I have enough to finish this loop? And he says, yes, I do. So he finishes the loop. And as he progresses, he says to himself, failure is honorable. And that's what we are overlooking. We think failure is disrespectful. It's a disgrace. It's something that should be held negatively upon us. And it's the exact opposite. Quitting is a disgrace. Giving up when you still have potential and still have energy and still have effort and still have ability, that is dishonorable. But giving everything we have as we move forward towards a goal to see whom we are, that is honorable. And you should be praised if you come into second or third or dead last. There's always that person that comes in dead last right at the buzzer beep and they come in and everybody's like, bam, they gave it everything they had and they did it. Failure is honorable, guys, and we have to get over the fact that everybody's looking at us. Dude, they're looking at it from your perspective. They're talking crap about you on social media from the couch while you're running a 50K. Like, go out, give it everything you have. Failure is 100% honorable as long as you're not giving up. If you are dragging all your effort to the end and you take second place, man, that is probably so heartbreaking. But when you get up and you look back and you realize you gave it everything you had, there was nothing left, you're going to feel amazing inside because it is okay to come in second. That's a huge issue with the society we have right now is the fact that nobody knows exactly what they're capable of because we are representing half effort with ribbons or you know, lack of skill with this stuff. And it's really drawing us down because now we need zero zero understanding of where we should be going and we're minimizing our abilities and we're stunting our peak and our potential so so the challenge today challenge this week right it's December it's a month from the beginning of the new year it's Christmas season go out there and give yourself the best gift you can do everything to 100% you're 100 and be proud if you fail or you come in second or third, because now you have the opportunity to jot down what you can get better at, how you can improve and turn around and do it again, right? Michael Jordan, we all know his story about getting to the champ, getting to starting in his high school. We know the story of Josh Waiskin, he's a chess master. He lost the national champ to- several times before he became the national champion, you know. It's okay to fail because then we can learn and we can grow and we can reach our potential. Just don't quit, guys. So go out and get it today. Sharks, learn, practice, train. That was Coffee with Chachi. Welcome back to season one. I'll see you guys on the other side. Boom.